Harvey Norman Wampaki, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. Welcome to Saturdays in Gippsland with Ian Doherty and Brad Sinclair. Uh, welcome to Saturdays in Gippsland, wherever you may be joining us, like the beautiful rolling hills of Currumburra, and wouldn't it be foggy out there today? You might be on Southwest Gippsland out there on 91.3 SN track, or you might be up on the Mitchell River catching a fish near Bairnsdale on the Latrobe Valley on 91.9 SEN track, or you could be like Fiona Sharp, who's an ex-Tarogan resident, living and listening in on the SEN app up in Cairns, far north Queensland. Wherever you're listening, we hope you stay with us for the next 60 minutes as we bring you a fun-filled hour of sport, and it's all thanks to our wonderful partners, Harvey Norman Wonthagi, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. I'm Brad Sinclair. And I'll be your host for this morning as my old mate Ian Wiz Doherty is celebrating the engagement of his lovely daughter this weekend in Melbourne. So for to and the call later on at two o'clock will be David Hammers Hampton, who is no stranger to SEN track as he joined Wiz for the day back on May 7, right here actually at this very venue, the Trafalgar Football Netball Club. Welcome Hammers. Thanks, Brad. Uh, thanks for having me. And uh, I've got to say, the weather's going to be a hell of a lot better today than it was the last time <laughs> we're out here. And uh, it was quite torrential uh, that day, very windy and uh, very, very wet. But it looks like it's going to be a cracker, as you mentioned, uh, all the, the fogs there. And that'll certainly lift this afternoon. But we've got plenty to get through this morning as well. And good luck to Wiz. He, I'm sure he's listening uh, via the app on his uh, drive down to Melbourne. Yeah, and I was listening that day when you were out here with Wiz. I was hit down with the COVID and I was pretty cook on the couch, but I must say, I heard you mention the weather and I knew what it was like. I thought, geez, I've missed a good day here. With, yeah. uh, I've missed it on that one. You hey, picked a good week <coughs> to get COVID. Yeah, I did, if there's such a good, <laughs> such a thing. Uh, oh, Wiz might have had it the next week. And uh, your right. old mate and Mark yeah. Seymour might have jumped in for him. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> yeah, so uh, yeah, you might have passed that on for us. But, um, <laughs> but he'll have a great weekend this weekend. Hey, we're talking of a big show coming up at about eleven thirty. Make sure wherever you are, if you're in the going in the in the uh, bathroom there, you have the tranny going, the old wireless. Peter Hudson. Now, what a legend yes. he is, Hammers. You'd remember him really well because you're a little bit younger than me, but you're my vintage. So yep. you would have been growing up with Peter Hudson, Peter McKenna, Alex Jezelenko as the key forwards. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, Doug Wade even uh, yes. gets thrown in there as well. But, um, yeah, and they were wonderful times. And, of course, who could uh, forget when he had the old helicopter fly into VFL Park, as oh, it was in those days. From, that was uh, unbelievable, wasn't it? And kicked a few that day too, I think. Flew I, in from Tassie. Uh, from Hobart, I think it was. Yes, and <clears throat> might have kicked eight. Yeah, I reckon he did and uh, landed in the square. Well, that's a rock star welcoming to the football, isn't it? It is, and, and, and it really is amazing because he played 129 games with the Hawks because, as you know, he had shocking knee problems. And back in those days, when you'd done a knee, it was nearly your career gone. Yes. Uh, it wasn't like yeah, it was. the, yeah. the, tech, the technical know-how these days. 727 goals in those 129 games at 5.64 an average. Four common medals, a couple of Hawthorne best and fairest. He's a Hall of Fame legend status. And he's in the Hawthorne and Tasmanian Team of the century. It's a pretty good record, Hammond. It certainly is, and of course, the uh, Premiership in 1971 over uh, my beloved Saints. Mm. I think it was uh, back then, and uh, I think Cowboy Neil might have uh, got stuck into him that day as <laughs> well. Did. I reckon he was 
50 that season, wasn't he? So A very funny story, actually. <clears throat> Excuse me. In the book, Eddie book a football genius the peter hudson story and that's why we're going to be talking to him as well this morning because he's on his way up to Currumbah, where him and dan and clubs hawthorne footscray and richmond they're heading out to the hare and tortoise bookshop out at 69 commercial street Currumbah for a signing day and take photos with him and then tonight and i'll be out at sen track stony creek uh out there at the rooms from 6.30, uh, there's a where Dan, Eddie will be the master of ceremonies and Peter and Paul will give a chat. Well, you didn't, you didn't get the, get the gig. I got, I'll tell you, front table with Dan and Peter Ooh. and Paul, that's what I did get, and I'll just sit there and have a couple of Coca-Colas. Yes, <laughs> uh, you'll enjoy that. That'll be a ripper out there tonight, and, uh, well, hopefully they um, they get a good a very good turnout, so... Um, look forward to that. And he's joining us at 11.30. So. 11.30, really looking forward to that. And at 11.15, <clears throat> excuse me, I, I spoke about COVID. It might be just hit me in the throat again. Trent, Trent McMicking, the uh, senior coach of Lee and Gather, will join us at 11.15, who you know of quite well from his days at height where your boy was playing. Yes, uh, and the young fella's playing there. He, uh, he missed last week with COVID, the young fella, but... Uh, uh, they're going okay at the moment, the old Hyatt. And, of course, he went on over to Port Melbourne after that. As, uh, I think he was head assistant under Gary Ayres at Port Melbourne, if I'm not mistaken. He was, and he, he Gary Ayres was crook one day, and Trent took over the reins and coached on that day in 2019 for the borough. Did he get a win? He did. Ah. Pretty sure he did. And Gatha right now. Yeah, and looking looking really good, aren't they? So, um, big Powerful club, aren't they? Oh, they certainly are. They're talking last night, fifteen point winners. Who would have picked that? Fourteen nine ninety three, fifteen seventy eight. The inaccurate Blues, but they were really good. The Saints last night. Jack Sinclair. Yep. I've got to talk about him. At thirty seven possessions last night, twenty eight kicks, nine handballs. Is he in? Is he a shoe in at halfback for right now? The All Australian. He'd be side. very yeah. He'd be very close. And what a difference it made for him with. Hill coming back into the side, yeah. just freed him up. I think he was pretty heavily tagged last week by the Sydney Swans, did a really good job, but they uh, they, they couldn't afford to let him uh, get 37 last night, and, but they did, Carlton, and um, they really needed a defensive forward, but I suppose they, they, had, the, uh, they had to either go to Hill or Sinclair, so... Um, no relation to yours, is he? No, no, no. relation whatsoever. <laughs> you claim him at I'd the like moment. I'd like to claim him. I'd like <laughs> to claim him. You didn't claim him in past years this year. <laughs> yeah. Right. And but Rowan, that, was a, that was a cracking game last night. Uh, wasn't it a great game? Marshall, during the week, signed for five years, Hammers. You'd yep. be happy with that? Yeah, very happy. Uh, hasn't been his best this year, uh, no doubt about that. He's, um, I'm sure he's been carrying a, an injury for mm. a big part of the year, but he started the game on fire last um, really set the tone. But as, as happy as I was for the Saints, I was almost equally as disappointed to where that ever was the previous three weeks and they just turn it on and turn it off and yep. they just got to get more consistent to, to play the way they did last night yep. every week and every quarter. But um, The big one for me uh, is I rate him the most unluckiest player in the competition, Hunter Clark, again, last yep. night. Uh, friendly fire, head-on collision and he'll probably miss a few from that. Yep. Broke yeah. his nose in a bad way too. He did break it in a bad way and... 
he's very courageous, but I, I mean, there was just nothing he could do about uh, an incident like that. He um, he sees ball, goes for ball, and um, uh, unfortunately, he's the one that keeps coming off second best. And of course, Thursday night, Brisbane, uh, 41 point winners over the Bulldogs. Bulldogs gone, Hammers? Will they uh, play finals? To be honest, being a Saint, I reckon we're probably going for the one spot. So yeah. uh, I probably hope they don't, in in a in a sense, to be honest. But they started well, the doggies, and um, are really good in the opening term, and and uh, then just couldn't go with them after that. Yeah, unfortunately, um, I think the and and I just think Luke Beveridge doesn't get on top of midfielders quick enough or at all. Yep. And Lockie Neal, the previous week, Melbourne were right onto that very early and took Lockie Neal out of the game. And then Thursday night, he has another 33 possessions with a free run. Yeah, yeah. He's, well, it's really not Bevo's mantle, is it? He, mm. he doesn't, he's not a big believer in uh, heavy tags. And, of course, he's got a, he's got a good midfield himself. Yep. But, um, yeah, they just, yeah, it probably would be good to see... A little bit, but um, no, I won't quite write the dogs off just yet. I, um, I tell you what, it's going to be a very interesting end of the season, though, isn't it? It's um, it's really firing up, and uh, still ten clubs, I suppose, that can fit into that yeah. top eight. The other one for me too. We're going to go to a quick break shortly. Is he doesn't have anyone? Every club has someone that floats back half intercept marking. I don't see anyone at the Bulldogs doing it. No, well. Um, no, Johannesson was the fellow that used to always yeah. give him that run-off half-back, but he's, he hasn't really been the same player the last uh-huh. uh, couple of years, has he? But um, as far as marking goes, yeah, you're probably right. They, they don't seem to get a lot of intercept marks across that half-back line. Might take our first break of the morning, and coming up after the break, it will be Trent McMicking, the senior coach of Lee and Gather. You're listening to Saturdays in Gippsland. It's all thanks to Harvey Norman Wanthaggy, your local store for computers Free click and collect available now. Harvey Norman Wonthaggy, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. This is Saturdays in Gippsland with Ian Doherty and Brad Sinclair. The SEN track Southwest Gippsland and 91.9 SEN track Latrobe Valley. We're out here at the Trafalgar Football Netball Club. It's Brad Sinclair and David Hammers Hampton. Now it's time to welcome our first guest of the morning. It's the senior coach of Lee and Gather, Trent McMicking, who in a big game, match of the day, one versus two against Wonthaggy Power later this afternoon. Good morning and welcome to SEN Trent. Morning, guys. How are you going? Very well, mate. How are, you, how are you going, Trent? More importantly, very well, very well. Just slightly overcast, but breaking through um, a bit of sunshine here at Parrot Park, and uh, looking forward to a huge day. Now, Trent, you played uh, one thaggy back in round three and got the chocolates by forty-six points. You're sitting on top, fourteen points clear, and a healthy percentage of one hundred and forty. You must be uh, pretty happy with the way your young team is travelling right now. Yeah, look, they've been doing a great job. Um, I reckon that sort of fl- over fl- that flattered us that scoreline against one saggy last time. They were in it up to their ears until late, and um, yeah, it was a high quality game. And uh, but yeah, overall we've we've been ticking a lot of boxes. The boys have been really good. They've trained hard. They're fierce, strong, um, ready to go. And yeah, one saggy um, wounds is a massive challenge today, and we're looking forward to it. 
So tell me, Trent, um, uh, how did it come about that uh, you got the uh, coaching gig down there at Lean Gather, obviously a very powerful club, uh, generally uh, yourselves and uh, one Thaggy Power, who you're obviously playing today. Very. How did that all come about? Yeah, Hammers, I moved back to Inverloch after the first lot of COVID. I'm originally from Tarwanlower and um, moved into Inverloch and um, had finished up at Port Melbourne when sort of as he finished up, I thought it was going to be a little bit hard to travel back and, and do all of that. So yeah, I was just really lucky. I wasn't sure what I was going to do. And um, the president, Mel Mackey, rang me and I sort of thought, yeah, it would be obviously a great club with a great history and very successful. And um, sat down and, yeah, they sort of put the cards on the table and had a bit of a look around at what they were doing and where they were headed and jumped on board from there. And it's been one of the best things I've ever done. The, the people are magnificent. The club's really well set up. And, um, yeah, we think we can be success for a long for a long time uh, and uh what you're running the uh, electrical business out out there at Inverloch as well no no i'm the gardener hammers i'm the i'm the gardener so i've actually oh yes yes sorry the, that's um, the brother yeah. mowing and gardening yeah. business mowing, it, it yep. is. yeah i'm still in um i'm actually traveling back to melbourne three days a week gardening and then uh, i sort of tie that in with coming back to lean gasser for footy and uh yeah get all that sorted so busy life but um that's the way it is when you're a footy coach and, and own your own small business. Yeah, Trent, the the real flavour from the last few years seems to be a lot of these senior coaches out in the country that are sort of um, not learning their craft, but they're getting a crack in at the VFL level as a, a senior assistant, learning from some really good coaches like you did from Gary Ayres, and then plying that trade out in the country. Have you seen that as a real huge advantage of your time at Port Melbourne under Gary? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Gary was a, as a, he's an amazing mentor and um, someone I learned a huge amount from. And, um, yeah, we sort of, we promote down here that we're trying to run as close to a VFL program as you can with uh, with the kids we've got here. Obviously, we're a fair bit more time poor and don't don't have the facilities. But yeah, that's that's what you try and implement as much as you can um, from from that sort of VFL stuff that you learn. And yeah, I think it's put us in good stead. And I think also you look at one Faggy, obviously. <laughs> They're the same. Uh, and then Terrellgan are the same. And there's quite a few in the Gippsland League. And I think that's why it's just at the moment. Um, yeah, it's firing. It's a really strong competition, which is great. And, and of course, uh, this afternoon, uh, 1v2, there's a lot of rivalry between the two clubs. A bit of feeling. And uh, you'd be expecting a big crowd and uh, both teams to go right at it, wouldn't you? Yeah, absolutely, Hammers. The um, West Gippsland Comp, which is the neighbouring competition, they've got a, a full league buy. So um, just driving in, I've already seen some people from other clubs that are, that are having a look at the junior game. Um, yeah, a lot of our boys uh, work together even. A lot of them, yeah, they, they mix in, in the pubs and um, a lot of them are family. I think some are going out with girls from the other team and vice versa. So there's a lot of banter, a lot of banter, and <laughs> I'm expecting a, a really a huge clash today, which it should be good fun, really good fun. Now, during the week, you had three players playing out in the under-18 uh, Gippsland Interleague at Morwell. Uh, Xavier Bowl, Dawson and Trent McRae, they all... Uh, committed themselves really, really well out there on Wednesday. Uh, how are those boys coming along in the senior grade? 
very well. Um, we haven't had a chance to play them as yet. Um, Dave Bold's had quite a few injuries, and he's actually missing today. Trent McRae played some of the practice matches early in the year, and he's got enormous upside. He's um, yeah, He had a really good pre-season. And Will Dawson's in the Gippsland power system, so I haven't seen a huge amount of him training-wise, um, but he's certainly in the last couple of months he's done a lot more. But, yeah, I think they're all, you know, a possibility of getting games this year, and we'd like to give them games this year. Um, we're just sort of uh, very strong at the moment, and our development side is um, is on top of the ladder as well, so it's pretty hard to squeeze them in, but they're certainly part of the future of our footy club, and we'll be um, keeping them and, and developing them as, as best we can. Uh, you'd be you'd be staying in touch with Dawson, wouldn't you? you? I think you've got his brother down there, Aaron, and Dawson would be nearing the end of his career. You've had, had given him a quick phone call about what he's up to next year. <laughs> uh, no, I haven't gone near that. I, I, I've met him once, but that was after hours, and it was pretty late, late in the evening. So um, I'm assuming he'll be taking my job in the next couple of years, so I'll just have to wait for that little tap on the shoulder. But... Aaron's an absolute star, very good assistant coach, and um, yeah, look forward to it, but got to be uh, a nice prospect to have him coming back maybe in a couple of years, hopefully he'll get those Bombers um, going a little bit better than what they are, but uh, yeah, no, we'll see him around in a few years, hopefully. And uh, you haven't, I see this year, you haven't got a rough head playing, I know Jordan, I think he was out of Gormandale a couple of weeks ago, and then he might have had sorry, he, he might have had a run down at Inverloch last year. Any chance of getting him a have a bit of a trundle out of the goal square? <laughs> be nice, be very very nice to have him. Uh, no, I think Houston killed a commitment, and um, yeah, a bit of that promotional stuff is the go for him. We had his younger brother Cam here last week on a premiership reunion, so he was very keen to get back in the in the fold at about 9 o'clock last Saturday night when um, he'd had a few. But, uh, no, again, another one we'd love to get back. Any of those boys are, um, would be welcomed back with open arms at any time. The other one is um, I, I noticed that you, some of the younger ones, and, and, and one that I'd like to ask about before I go into that is Cam Olden. Now, am I uh, correct in saying he's got a Currumburra background? Uh, he's minion. Uh, it was my understanding for for Cam, okay. and he's been he's playing his second senior game of the year for us today. So he's been he's played a development game, uh, and then seniors last week, and then seniors again today. So he's played three games, and he's been at Richmond every other week. So yeah, we're pretty wrapped to have him. We're looking for some pretty big stuff from from him today. Um, he was pretty crook last week, so we've had a bit of a lurgy going around that all footy clubs are dealing with, but um, I'm sure he'll be up for the challenge today against the rivals. And your counterpart this afternoon, uh, Collingwood Premiership player of 2010, uh, Jared Blair. How's he travelling in the competition at the moment? Yeah, he's a star. Um, I was lucky enough to work with him at um, Port for three years, I think it was, and uh, he's one of the best blokes you'll meet in footy, and he, he knows his stuff, so I'll be expecting... One, I know how well he plays in the big games. Uh, he'll be right on song today. And, um, and yeah, he's, he runs a really good program. They're, they're, um, they're kicking some pretty good big goals down there at One Faggy. And uh, there's certainly one that'll be challenging. So we'll, we'll need to be on our game today for what he's able to do and, then, and what his assistant coaches are able to throw at us as well. 
Yeah, Trent, love to thank you very much for joining us this morning. Uh, well, you're not too far away from the game, really, and uh, you'll be obviously getting ready to watch your development side run around there at home against the Wonthaggy side. All the very best for this afternoon and all the very best for the rest of the year, sitting on top, undefeated, and just going along your merry way. We'd like to thank you for joining us on SEN, and we'll hopefully talk to you before the year's out. Good on you guys. Have a great weekend, and uh, yeah, we'll see if we can get another win today. Enjoy your day. Good on Good on you. Thanks, Trent. Trent McMick and there, of course, the undefeated coach of Lee and Gather with their big game this afternoon. Yeah, he's one thaggy power. Uh, absolute superstar. He's doing real well in his first season down there. You're listening to Saturday's 91.3 SEN Track, Southwest Gippsland, and 91.9 SEN Track, Latrobe Valley. You can also listen live on the SEN app at sen.com.au. And don't forget, you can catch up on every interview or the full show wherever you get your podcast. It's all thanks to Harvey Norman Wonthaggy, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect now. And after the news, we'll come up to the news in a minute. Whiz, we're going to have a little bit of netball we'll talk about. And then at around 11.30, the, just after 11.30, our big guest for the morning superstar, full forward, Peter Hudson from Hawthorne. We'll be back very shortly. Harvey Norman Wonthaggy, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. This is Saturdays in Gippsland with Ian Doherty and Brad Sinclair. Uh, we're out here at the Trafalgar Football Netball Club for Saturdays in Gippsland and we'll be back here at 2 o'clock this afternoon for the big call of the second place. We're taking on the fourth place, Allenbank. Trafalgar last week uh, having the bye and Allenbank going down after leading in the last minute to Poowong. So you can I listen think you, to that. you broadcast that game. We did. It was yeah. an unbelievable game. Stephen McInnes for the Poowong side got a free kick high and kicked his third second half goal in the last minute to get him over the line by a point. They were five points down, heavy ground, and it was an incredible game of footy. But I just want to just before we, we're going to talk to Peter Hudson very shortly. Um, I noticed uh, just I only heard this this morning. Robbie Williams is. Got the grand final gig with the AFL this year. I think that's a big shot in the arm, isn't it, for yes, the AFL? Yes, well, there'll be a little bit of uh, Let Me Entertain You, <laughs> I would suggest. That'll be the lead-in song. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, because they've got it wrong a few times over the years. No, have. Who's the one that sticks out in your no. mind? <laughs> Angry Anderson, I'll go. No. <laughs> 91. On the bat- Batmobile? On the Batmobile. I can't remember uh, the year Meatloaf did it. God rest uh, his soul. But yes. He, uh, he uh, murdered that, that one, didn't he? We don't speak ill of the dead. No. Hey, the other one I wanted to ask you, of, I wanted to do at the top of the show, but I did forget. Eric Hitwood, I don't know if you've seen it. He pushed a player into an umpire. It's gone, moved, moved directly to... Now, I thought that would have been, he'll get a fine, don't do it again. That, that Does that say we think it was intentional? Yes. That yeah. would be the only way. The That's only way they could... Yeah, yeah. But, um, That's a big... Uh, I'm, to I'll be get, brutally honest, I haven't seen it, but that's a dangerous thing to do and was he frustrated with the with the still was he frustrated with the umpire very hard to tell yeah, I, i'd okay. give him the benefit of the doubt and yeah, say that yeah. he didn't mean to do that but for it to go the, straight to the tribunal yeah that tells you they might be thinking otherwise that's that's what i think and that is um that's a big charge i go back to the day of greg williams and when greg williams uh pushed the umpire directly yeah eight yep Wow, wow. I'll tell you who we got on the line, and 
really been looking forward to this and what happens when you're doing this sort of job sometimes you really get to talk to someone that you really want to talk to and you're up and about about it and this is one of them without doubt Peter Hudson 129 games of the Hawks 727 goals at 5.64 per game unbelievable I could go through his resume but it'll take up the whole interview and I don't want to do that I want to talk to the man who's on his way out to Currumburra to sign some books with Dan the man Eddie out at the Hare and Tortoise bookshop in Currumburra Welcome to SEN Track, Peter Hudson. Thank you. Thanks. Nice to be here. I'm going to be out there tonight out at Stony Creek for the big night out there. I reckon that's going to be an absolute beauty. And uh, if anyone's listening that wants to get out there, get onto Mark LePage, see if there's any tickets left on 044735-2208. You're on your trip up to Carranborough at the moment, Peter? Yeah, yeah, looking forward to it. Uh, Of course, you know, I know this part of the world pretty well when Paul... My son used to uh, coach Lee and Gatho. Uh, the other thing, was he over at Gibby Power as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, that's right, yeah. Both Lee and Gatho and Gibson Power. Of course, you know, it was a real thrill the year that uh, when Paul was coaching, they won the grand final. So, uh, very, very happy time. Now, I just want to go back to your career and we spoke about this at the top of the show and the knees and and I was out at the book launch um, uh, for the football genius the Peter Hudson story out at the MCG and what a day that was and the stories that come about and I was listening to the stories I, I was just amazed with what the young fellas see now as rock stars is it really was that back in the day in the 70s and 80s when you guys were really rock stars weren't you yeah, um, well, yeah, that was good time, really were, and, uh, you know, we, uh, I suppose, playing footy as we did in those days, you know, there was a lot of recognition and a lot of, um, uh, a lot of publicity to, to um, all the players, and, uh, yeah, but it was really, really well, and I've talked to many, many people about this, many of my old teammates, you know, we all say that we, we were so pleased that we were able to play at that time, you know, that it was so incredible. Um, Dave Hampton here, but uh, I just wanted to ask, book, how did, how did it come about? Did Dan speak to you? I mean, I'm surprised that there hasn't already been um, an autobiography or uh, about yourself already, but um, can you uh, just let the audience know how this all came about? Uh, Dan actually spoke to me initially about seven years ago, and I... I was always reluctant to, I never ever really wanted to, to, to do a book because what happened was uh, way back um, a number of books were written and I didn't, I thought there was enough of it, you know, that I didn't want to, um, the turning point with me was uh, the book was written very much along uh, because of the fact that we have these, uh, we have seven grandchildren and and my daughter and wife said, you know, you've really got to do it because, you know, for the, for the grandchildren, if nothing else. So, and then Dan, um, Dan Eddie was very, um, very persuasive. And, uh, and in looking back on it now, I'm really glad we did it because um, my wife and I both commented on the fact that it gave us a chance to relive all the memories and, um, I think we're all a bit guilty of forgetting a lot of the good stuff that we've been involved in in our lives, but this sort of revived it all. So we relived our lives through the book. 
through Dan writing it up, reading it. So now I'm really pleased that we did it. Yeah, he's. Uh, I've read all his books, and I'm half at the moment. And I, I rate him the best uh, football book writer in, in the land because he takes you there. Uh, the Carlton one of Larrikins and Legends and the Peter Crimmins story that you'd know a lot about. I feel he takes you there, Peter. Yeah, look, he explained to us how he was going to do it. And, of course, you know, uh, I didn't sink in completely until we got into it. But he, his style of writing really impressed my wife. My wife and I read it together. And uh, which which was really enjoyable, and we were really impressed with the style of writing. And it's been amazing how many people have contacted me since the book was written to say that they've read it and they really enjoyed that style. And it, what he did was he'd ask me say question A, he'd ask me, but then he'd ask a number of people that were involved in question A. And so he got all different opinions yep. about the same question. And and that's, you know, a lot of people that I have a, a, a lot of respect for that have bought the book and read it um, commented on that particular aspect. I, I've got to say, too, we spoke about the top of the show, <clears throat> man of great full forwards in your era, uh, yourself, McKenna, Jezelenko, Wade. But, gee, there were just as many great full backs, Peter. You played on some really good full backs. It was an era of great full forwards, but, geez, it was just as good as full backs, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Um, you know, the full backs in those days and the full forwards in those days were very clearly specialist players. You know, they. Um, it wasn't like it is now, where you know your full back can be up on the wing and your full forward can be on the other wing, almost. You know, they, the way they play now. But but the full backs and full forwards were very very specialised players. You know that, that most full backs and full forwards in that era played at full forward and at full back. And, and I, I can, in my particular case, um, I think I, if you added up all the time that I've played anywhere other than full forward, it would have amounted to about half a game, I'd say. Yeah, Peter, the other one was too, and you, this is quite a funny story for me anyway. When I was coaching Philip Island, my assistant coach and chairman of selectors was Calvin Moore, the great full back that played with you at Hawthorne. He told a very funny story in Tasmania in a state of origin game in the one time that he played on you. He was full back for Victoria. You were full. F- he thought he had you, and then the second half, you started to really get a hold of him, and then you went. he went back to the pub, and he thought the bloke behind the bar looked familiar, and it was your pub. <laughs> Yeah, he, uh, you know, the, he came out to see me after. It was, like, it was terrific to play on curl um, in that game. And uh, it, it was Tasmania versus Victoria. And the Victorian side was just so strong. And, you know, we, you, you would have had to have had an amazing imagination to think that the Tasmanian side we had could have beaten them. Uh, but, and, and they duly gave us a, you know, a real hiding. But, um, you know, I played on Kel, and, and Kel said after the game, he said, oh, what are you doing tonight? I said, look, I'll be at my pub. I'll be at the hotel, which I was every Saturday night. And he said, um, I'll come out and see you. And I said, oh, that's fantastic. You know, and uh, anyway, exactly as you said, when he arrived out at the hotel, he recognised that the umpire for the day... Um, 
was my bar manager, and um, and so we've, we've had a good old we've had a good old laugh about that for, for ever since. And uh, uh, but but I, I, I talking about Kill, I can tell you, I I you know I, I I still say my prayers every night and thank the Lord that I played with Kilmore and with Lee Matthews and not against them. Uh, because um, Kill was a oh, very, very clever fullback. He and I played him on him in practice matches, and um, you know I, he. It, I used to be so frustrated because he was so good. Uh, you try and think of all the standard ways of beating your fullback, but none of them worked with Kill because he was so good. You know, he, he, and he was he wasn't one of those sort of fullbacks that stood out, but he just. He, he just uh, did such a great job of, uh, of, of playing on full forwards, and uh, he, he he was able to hold his own with anybody. And, and just staying on that Tasmanian theme for the uh, for the moment, Peter. Uh, obviously, looking for that nineteenth license in the AFL. Uh, obviously, you being. Um, from Tasmania, what what's your view on it? You could see them. Um, you'd love to see them in the competition. Oh look, uh, yeah. Like, uh, I don't have anything to do with it. Uh, like, uh, you know, like I'm not part of the uh, organisation trying to get the Tassie team uh, up and going. But um, my uh, my attitude to the whole thing is that any anybody with an ounce of uh, Tasmania in them would want to uh, would want to see a Tasmanian team in the AFL. And I'm I'm like uh, like everybody else. I'm just sort of hoping and watching and w- waiting to find out, you know, what is going to happen. Because, um, but as I say, um, the only thing I really know about it these days is, uh, you know, what I've read and what I've heard in the media. So you haven't been. Oh, I know you've been out to Gippsland and Latrobe Valley a fair bit. You ever been out to? Where you're going tonight for the function, Peter? No, no, I, I haven't, uh, and I'm looking forward to it. But uh, you know, as I say, most of my time when when I was giving Paul a hand with both Lee and Gather and and Gibson um, Power was spent around uh, Morwell and uh, and Lee and Gather. So. Um, uh, but I'm looking forward to going to Stony Creek. Well, I don't know if you like a punt, though, Peter, but uh, you know that this ground and this uh, the facility is in the middle of a racetrack. Yeah, yeah. Look, I, I enjoy my racing. Uh, I really like watching it, um, particularly the way it's televised these days on Channel 78. Uh, but I'm not a punter. I never have a bet, but I like... And I know about the races at Stony Creek. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing the uh, seeing how it all works. So uh, yeah, looking forward to it very much. And, and, you, and you might go past uh, earlier in the show. We had Trent McMicken, the coach of Lee and Gatha, on. Of course, we're uh, Paul Coates. They've got a one v two. So you might drop in there and watch a quarter on the way down. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're playing one thaggy, aren't they? They are, yeah, one thaggy power there, one, yeah, one v two. So uh, uh, I'm sure there'll be yeah, a big, yeah. big crowd out there as well. Yeah, well, Paul's the driver, so uh, 
with a bit of luck, we might be able to do that. Might be able to call in and have a look at it, one, 1v2. So, uh, yeah, look, Peter, we'd love you for joining us this morning. A football genius, the Peter Hudson story. Dan Eddy is the author. And um, they'll be out at the Hare and Tortoise Bookshop between 3 o'clock and 4 o'clock this afternoon at 69 Commercial Street, Carranbarra. Get out there and get a, a, a copy. Buy yourself a copy and get it signed. Peter and Paul will be there. Of course, as I said earlier, Paul played 245 games with the Hawks, the Bulldogs and the Tigers. Kicked 470 himself and he was a 91 Premiership player with the Hawks. So get out there today and tonight the Stony Creek Football Netball Club rooms will be absolutely packed. Two-course dinner and show. Really looking forward to tonight. Thanks for joining us, Peter, and enjoy the rest of your weekend up this way. Thank you very much, and thanks for having me on. Thanks. That was Peter Hudson, the absolute... I mean, legend is thrown around quite loosely these days, but not in the case of number 26 for Hawthorne Hammers. What a player he was. We might take a quick break. And when we come back from the break, we're going to talk a bit of netball, go through all the scores of netball, nothing but net, and we'll go through what you can expect out today in the second v fourth clash between Trafalgar and Allenbank. You are listening to Saturdays in Gippsland on 91.3 SEN Track Southwest Gippsland and 91.9 SEN Trove Valley. You can listen live on the SEN app at sen.com.au and don't forget you can catch up on every interview or the full show wherever you get your podcasts. It's all thanks to Harvey Norman Wonthaggy, your local store for computers and electrical, available now. Harvey Norman Wonthaggy, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. This is Saturdays in Gippsland with Ian Doherty and Brad Sinclair. Well, that's it. That's all we've got time for, Hammers, with the great man Peter Hudson. It was fantastic to talk to him. Also, Trent McMicking earlier in the morning of the senior coach of Langatha. Thanks, Hammers. We're going to be back here at 2 o'clock for the big Trafalgar versus Allenbank. Catcher at 2 o'clock. Enjoy the rest of your weekend.